it really started with this goal of trying to change the conversation around fragrance, which I still, people will ask me like, how did you do it? And I do not know. I believed that it could happen. I hustled and cold called and spoke to anyone who would listen. I must have like rang every single person in the beauty industry and they like hung up the phone on me, which is totally fine. Um, now we're great friends. You're like, I get it. Yeah, no, it makes sense. <laughs> you know, it happens. And it was, it was very grassroots bootstrapped and there was no way around it. Welcome back to Scent World, a show that explores the power of expressing yourself through scent. I'm here with Karina Chaz, the founder and CEO of Dead Cool. I feel like I manifested this moment, Karina, because from the moment we started working on Scent World, I was so excited to hopefully one day interview you. So I'm going to say that I manifested this moment. And thank you so much for taking the time to come in here and chat with us today. Thank you. No, this is an extremely exciting opportunity for me. So thank you for having me today. We'll get to we'll get into how fragrance can help you feel good, how how it's a mood booster. And obviously you'll take us behind the scenes of Dead Cool. Definitely. And you started the brand as a functional fragrance brand and now it's grown into something that is it's fun, but it's grown up. It's it doesn't put anybody in a box. And that's something that I think is something I value as a consumer. And just to kick us off, I I read somewhere that you weren't allowed to experience traditional fragrance. So I come from a background of beauty. I was lucky enough to grow up in, we call it our facility. Uh, My mom coming from corporate beauty, she then, she and my dad met in the 80s. My mom, uh, born on a farm in Italy, she was so inspired to start something that really spoke to her about, you know, wellness and green beauty, which in the 80s, there were not many apothecary shops or anything having to do with um, just, you know, organic and non-toxic beauty. So it's my mom started in her kitchen to then uh, manufacture for hotels and spas. So it was never so much fragrance, but I was immersed in a world of being the daughter of a formulator, knowing the ins and outs of what it took to make a product. Um, So for me, again, Growing up with working parents, my after-school activities were spent in the lab, in the facility, boxing up things, putting caps on bottles, any any odd job you can think I was doing it after school, my summer vacations. Uh, so I was very immersed. And it's funny because I feel like as a young person, you're always resistant to what your parents are doing or what they're teaching you. I remember, again, coming up from a very organic household. My parents, I joke that they're like a modern day hippie where everything was like saving water. Obviously, we're from California. There's just so much to be said about uh, conservation and sustainability that took really place in my life, which again, as a young person, you don't appreciate. So growing up, the idea of you know, being a part of the business and having, you know, my hand in cosmetics, I never thought I would be in this position, which is so crazy because I wanted to be an artist and I wanted to do something completely outside of, you know, beauty and cosmetics. My parents were so focused on like lotion and skincare and things you don't care about when you're a young person. And for me, the thing that drew me into what they were doing was the scent profiles. So I had the opportunity, again, with 
you know, the privilege of having a formulator as a mom, it was always trying things, always being exposed to different scents and different note profiles. And that was the thing that kind of intrigued me. And when it came to turning, you know, 13 of like a coming of age, all of my friends were wearing pink sugar at the time. I don't oh, know if you remember I know pink, pink sugar. sugar. We have it on our platform. Oh my God, that's so yeah. funny. So pink sugar, that was what all my friends were wearing at 13. And for me, it was never hair. It was never makeup. It was always scent profiles. So when I asked my mom if I could start wearing a fragrance, she looked to me and said, yes, I have the perfect thing for you. And it was essential oils. And for oh. me, I'm like, this is cool. Yeah. But it's not so much how I want to express myself in a way that uniquely, you know, represents my growth as a young person and coming into the world as, you yeah. know, a, an adult, I guess. Totally. I don't know. I don't know what age you become an adult, but there was no room for me to wear a traditional fragrance just based off of the composition. And there were no alternatives to, you know, better for you beauty and especially in the world of fragrance. So I was stuck wearing essential oils, which I love. I love essential yeah. oils. I utilize them in my daily life. But when it comes to, again, self-expression and fragrance right. and how you want to show up, it wasn't that. And definitely. It's it's yeah, definitely a funny transition. So how would your mom get you to wear the essential oils? Or did you just naturally want to play in them when you couldn't wear the traditional fragrance? It was more so for me the the aspiration of wearing a scent and then her only allowing me to wear the essential oils. So it wasn't something that I was excited about. Right. I loved them for their healing properties and for their benefits, which we can get into in a bit. Um, but it wasn't so much of like the sensory experience I had hoped for. And right. it's it was such a shame. But at the end of the day, I feel like that obviously is the thing that drew me to create my own scent profiles and you know, start asking the questions and tapping on all of the resources I had to create a scent that spoke about me for myself and for people around me. Yeah. And I love that. And it sounds like your mom was really influential with your scent memories and your connection to scent. So do you think that gave you an appreciation of power of plants and raw materials? Definitely. I remember Growing up, no matter where we were, if it was on a walk, if it was at the house, there's always something my mom would pick from the from the plants and she would rub her fingers and she'd be like, smell this. This is rosemary. I just got chills. I know. It's, it's funny because, again, when you're young, you don't appreciate these things. And for me, obviously now it's something that I carry out and I share with my friends and the people close to me. And it's funny because there are moments where I'm like, all right, I feel like this happens with you know, people as they evolve, you're like, am I my parents? Yes. Right. Yes. We are versions of our parents, <laughs> yes. whether we like it or not. <laughs> yes. And I am definitely at this point, a version of my mother and all of the things I never appreciated, which now I appreciate, I take into consideration and in how I live my life. Like they, they joke that I'm now more hippy dippy than they are. And we always get in these funny little arguments about it. So it's so cool to see like how your mom like really could take something in nature and show you what that smelled like, because a lot of people don't have that. Right. And you now it's ingrained it. in me. Yes. And now it's <laughs> truly who you are. It is me. Yes. Well, I am. This. That's really interesting because essential oils also, they don't have a gender. They're right. genderless. They're unisex. And I see that a lot in, in your brand as well. Like you are a gender free, gender fluid, genderless brand. So how do you think that 
influenced you as you like in your early start with mm-hmm. your company? Well, it's funny you say that too, because when, I mean, the initial cultivation of Dead Cool, setting aside that for a moment and then looking at my early interactions with fragrance, when all my friends were wearing pink sugar, as much as I loved the scent profile and as much as I was intrigued by the idea of self-expression through fragrance, I could identify within myself that that was a little more feminine than I would like. Um, I've always been, I would say, on the other side of a girly girl, not quite a tomboy. And I mean, this is the first year I've ever worn makeup or even cared what my hair looked like. Wow. So it's it's funny. At the time, I wanted something which was considered then a little more masculine leaning because I liked more of like a woody profile or even more of, you know, citrus notes mixed with ouds and I remember going to the men's section of the fragrance department and thinking these scents are much more of my jam. And even when we launched in Barney's, and we can get into that in a bit, I remember when we launched, uh, it was like this pop-up activation. Thankfully, we were able to um, stay for as long as they were um, still in business. And the conversation of, is Dead Cool in the women's department? Is it in the men's department? I fought so hard to be in both. And now when we talk about fragrance and genderless, and again, there's a spectrum and I don't I've never believed that beauty or fragrance especially should be considered masculine versus feminine. There's such a scale and it's really about how you see fit for yourself. And that's what Dead Cool is all about representing is how you can really immerse yourself in a fragrance or in a scent that speaks to you. And at this point, this is in my personal opinion why Dead Cool exists. It's all about blurring the boundaries of what fragrance and traditional scent profiles have always been for us. It's really about play and experience. I mean, I feel like the world is so crazy. We need a little bit of fun in our everyday life. Yeah. Why not? Speaking about fun and play, I want to do a little segment here with just like a quick guide to essential oils. Mm -hmm. And we're going to tap into some of your favorite essential oils. And we want you to talk about your experience with them, why you love them and what they do for you. Mm -hmm. So the first one, rosemary. Rosemary. So rosemary is one of my favorite essential oils to feel uplifted. So if I'm having a day, which happens more so than I would like, (laughs) um, I always put rosemary on my temples and this kind of gives me this balance and this moment of like ease, which I very much appreciate, especially in just the mix of things and you know, how everything's crazy all the time. Yeah. Life of a founder. <laughs> For sure. Rosemary, this is an aside, but on TikTok, I've seen Rosemary going viral basically for hair masks. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. I'm like, Rosemary's sh- amazing for hair. Should I be rejuvenation? It yeah. It smells good. It's uplifting. The healing like properties that. are amazing. Okay. That's, I'm getting Rosemary. I mean, you might see me on TikTok. <laughs> rosemary TikTok. <laughs> yes. That's so funny. The next one is bergamot. So bergamot, you'll see a lot of bergamot used in a lot of dead cool scents. I know. It is that. one of my favorite blends. Uh, it's bergamot is a perfect, it's funny because citrus has never been something that I gravitated towards until I experienced bergamot because it's more of this like rich, heavy, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just bright. I don't use it every day. I'd say I use rosemary every day, but if I'm really needing that mood boost, rose or bergamot is is my go-to. Bergamot is 
energetic. When I think bergamot, even in color and in and in the scent as well, it's very energetic. So if you want a mood boost right away, put some bergamot on and it smells divine. Yeah. And I usually use bergamot. So rosemary I'd probably put on my temples as well as lavender and we'll get into that. But bergamot I would actually use on my wrist as oh, yeah. a scent profile. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you use like straight up bergamot oil? Yeah, it would oh, be bergamot oil. Yeah. I like that. And then the third and final one is lavender. Lavender I use to sleep or oh, I use yes. to calm. I <laughs> My daily ritual, if I have to absolutely do one thing, it is take a bath at the end of the night. I'm um, a bath girly too. Yes, I take like a very shallow <laughs> bath because again, conserving water at any point that I can. And it is a way for me to reflect, take take myself away from the day and have a moment of just zen and lavender. I put it in my bath. I put it in my hair. I put it on right before I go to sleep. I always like put a little under my nose and it just calms me and allows me again to alleviate whatever is happening. I have this moment of just complete ease. Okay. So those were the three that we had. Yeah. And now I'm super excited about this because you're really focused on turning Dead Cool into a household brand that goes beyond fragrance. Mm -hmm. So you have candles, laundry detergent, hair products, and even pet shampoos and sprays. I love the idea of scenting your space because, or your entire life, because even if you don't think about it, there are smells around you at all, all times. Mm -hmm. And I also love your little, the collab you did for the car. Yep. With I the star face. That. The star face. Yeah. They were so cute. Yeah, so fun. I know. So we're, cute. we're sad it's over. We love the star face team. And that's the thing. It's, you know, building to a point where you get to work with brands like Starface and Way. And every day totally. I'm pinching myself where I can't believe it's real that these are just yeah. the biggest names in beauty. And for so long I felt like a small fry. And I still feel that way sometimes. But then we're making making waves and people recognize us for doing things that are unconventional and that's all I ever wanted was to kind of stand in my own within the world of beauty and within the shelf curation and whatever it may be and I remember even the initial concept of dead cool starting it going to sephora i think this was in 2015 seeing way on the shelf and seeing use of the people on the shelf and thinking to myself how how can I get to this place one day? And yeah. it took a long time. It did. It took a long time. I will say, if you don't know this, you started Dead Cool when you were 21. Yes. It's funny. I joke that I used to not have imposter syndrome. I had the opposite <laughs> of imposter syndrome where I fully believed that this weird idea could come to life in yeah. a way I had no marketing support. I had no business or entrepreneurial sense. I was still in college when I started. And it was really, for me, it's funny because I would consider myself someone who likes to make things. So my hobbies always included making art or like tangible things. And the creation of the fragrance and the bottle and the design was something that came so naturally to me. Yeah, But when it came to actually growing a digital brand, a brand that sat, you know, at the shelves in Barney's now sitting on Sephora and some other amazing retail partners. Um, it's It was definitely a moment of like, it's now or never. Yeah. And the 
it really started with this goal of trying to change the conversation around fragrance, which I still, people will ask me like, how did you do it? And I do not know. I believed that it could happen. I hustled and cold called and spoke to anyone who would listen. I must have like rang every single person in the beauty industry and they like hung up the phone on me, which is totally fine. Um, now we're great friends. You're like, I get it. Yeah, no, it makes sense. <laughs> you know, it happens. And it was, it was very grassroots bootstrapped and there was no way around it. And I started with samples, the samples I would drop off to the little mom and pop shops yeah. and, you know, we'd be sold on consignment. And I was so scared to spend any money, which helped me in the end um, during the growth and during our initial scale. But it definitely burnt me out because it was a one woman show for a long time. And again, didn't have the resources or the infrastructure or even the understanding to know what it would be like to build a business. So it right. took a long time. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's really inspiring too, because now you've done it all. You've done every part of your business. Thankful for that. I'm so thankful. <laughs> yeah. I, I always tell everyone on the team, I'm like, at one point I've done your job, not in the way that you're doing it. You're all the experts. I've just done a smidge, right. but I feel like I can I mean, I'm so thankful that I have an understanding of how the business operates and I'm finding myself always thinking that I was a creative and a visionary, but now leaning into more ops, leaning into more right. business development, leaning into more distribution. So that's so incredible. And I <laughs> can't even imagine the many nights of sleepless nights. Oh my that God, you had. sleepless nights. Well, we, my CFO jokes, Deadpool wasn't a company until 2020, which he's, he's not wrong. It took, <laughs> took four years to to really get to, yeah, you know, the place that we're at now. All right, so now we'll dive into the Dead Cool collection and some of your most popular fragrances. You say that you don't take yourself seriously, but take fragrance very seriously. So, I mean, we have at this point, let's see, we have 12 fragrances, which is crazy. We started with two. Wow. And um, we have 12 fragrances, and a lot of those can be seen in all of our ancillary items. So yeah. bestsellers, you can find them in our laundry detergent and all of our good home products, which have been booming, home, body, all of the above, and some really exciting fun launches coming at the end of this year. Um, so we, I brought some today and we can smell let's, them and play with them. It. Yeah. Can we go to extra milk? Yes. That's, this is what I'm wearing today. One of them. So extra milk, this was a launch essentially based off of what the community asked for. It was January, 2020. It was one of my birthdays and, um, we launched milk. So milk. I is, love milk. Yes. I would wear milk today if I didn't right. want a little extra. Oomph. All right. Milk skin scent. Mm -hmm. Oh. I'm obsessed. So it's crazy because obsessed. we hadn't launched a fragrance in quite some time. Our customers started asking us, what is that scent that ties all of the Dead Cool fragrances together? Yeah, I never anticipated anyone identifying that scent profile, which is so funny because someone That's had wild. said to me, someone walked by, I knew it was a Dead Cool fragrance because that one note. So that inspired me to create a milk fine fragrance. So milk is a scent that's infused with all of the dead cool scents. Yes, it is I some, read that. Yep. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's so cool. Yeah, and it that's just creates, yeah, it creates unison within yes. the brand. And again, 
you know, for us to have this moment of like, oh, that's a dead cool fragrance and for people to identify it is so special. So we have blotters over there. Yes. Dead Cool Milk 2020, January 2020. And um, it's so funny to think we made – I think it at the time was a thousand bottles and they sold out instantly. And we didn't no. know, and people were blind buying it, which again is really hard. And we Especially didn't have on the quite, internet. Yeah. And we didn't have quite the uh the consumer base we do today. So milk was a hit, infused in all of our fragrances. We call it our secret sauce. It is a layering scent. Yeah. Um and people loved it so much they had been asking for a stronger version. So three years later, extra milk. Wow. came to be and is now our best-selling fragrance. And we will be surprised. entering this into Sephora in March, which we're very excited about. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, so this is a fan favorite. We're still – we're so we're working on how to make it an air freshener. It's a very temperamental <gasps> scent. Working yeah. on a candle. I so, love milk. And you see like tic- – I'm on TikTok and yeah. talk. Milk is everywhere right now. But this milk – it's not super sweet because right. I don't really love gourmands. Yep, me neither. But <laughs> this is not super sweet. It's 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 genderless. I don't know how to explain it other than it's so good. Thank you. It's so good. I also have an idea for you. Yeah. You should recreate Got Milk, like those 90s commercials. Like pouring milk on yourself. Uh-huh. Like I, I would have so much fun doing that. Well, you can be in our campaign. Yes. <laughs> you got milk. We'll, we'll do almond milk just because we're a vegan yes. brand. So yes. we'll make sure that almond milk, that's the way to make it your own. Mm-hmm. I yep. love it. So extra milk. I know you're wearing it today. It is our oh, man. People love this stuff. And then what makes it extra? Because I do know they have the same notes, mm-hmm. milk and extra milk, yep. which are bergamot, white musk, and amber, which Oh my gosh. I praise you. I love that you, you know that. <laughs> I praise you. So it's all the same scent profile. It's just stronger of each note. I love mm-hmm. that. It's it's so good. I have a customer review here as well. Oh my god, it's yes. so cute. She this is about extra milk. Her name's Olivia. Nice. And these came from your website, too. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's, uh, she said, extra milk is my everything. Sweet, milky, warm, clean, lived in. One of the only scents that doesn't make me sick to my stomach. Trust. This is perfect. I love that. That's the best when people – it's so funny because they're so poetic yes. in their reviews. And I like to read the reviews because, I mean – there was a time where I was reading the customer service emails. It was oh, not good. Gosh. I'm I'm no longer doing that. <laughs> but the reviews, I'm like, I still want to stay true to, you know, what the customers are saying and what they think. And I think it's important for me to always get the first perspective. And I am so astonished by these amazing words. And I'm like, yeah. first of all, I can't believe one, people even buy my product. Two, that they have the words to explain it in the way that you just read. It's so beautiful. I and know. um I don't know. I think it's so cool that it's so cool that people get to wear my stuff. I it's, don't know. <laughs> so next up we have Madonna Lily. I'd love to smell this with you. I yeah. can't wait. Madonna Lily is one of my favorite scents. I wear it to the office. It is the scent that I wear when I don't know which other scent to wear. And it's kind of this like fun, really neutral scent. Um, so I'm gonna blot you some and we can smell it together. So Madonna Lily is beautiful. There is bergamot. There is black pepper. Yes. There is sandalwood. So it's really nice and it's earthy, but it's also grounded and bright. And I absolutely love this one. I layer it with milk. 
This is really good. Thank you. I love Madonna lilies. The way it develops, like when you first spray it, the first sniff, I get the bergamot for sure. And then it kind of fades into the black pepper moment. Mm -hmm. But now I'm getting woody. Yep. And then on your skin, I mean, obviously everything changes and just gets better over time. Oh my goodness. It's so good. It's like you're running through a forest and like (laughs) your hair is trailing behind you, but like running in a good way. Yeah. And like a dewy forest where there's moss everywhere. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Maybe like an Edward Cullen forest or something like that. (laughs) I get that. Yeah. I could see that. That was really, really good. That's fun. It's a good one. I really like this one. It has sandalwood in it too, Mm -hmm. right? Which is yum. Love sandalwood. on me now. Yeah. (laughs) Spritz it, girl. I love to smell fragrances like even on other people too like when they waft off like oh mm-hmm. yum like I wish you were in the room with us because it smells so good it does and I do think an interesting fact about your brand is that you don't use water no so for us any any way that we can eliminate water in our formulation is best and most sustainable practice we have um, an essential oil blend that mixes with like think about we always say like think about um, brewing tea. So we have essential oils, healing properties, raw organic ingredients that we use instead of water. And again, it creates more of like skincare of fragrance. So yeah. everything that you put is great for your skin. Yeah. Elasticity, longevity. Wow. Just, and you get to smell good. I, I know, mean, wow. I mean. Sign me up. Bathe <laughs> me in this. <laughs> That's funny. I pulled or we pulled another customer v- review. This is from Stephanie. <laughs> I love this one. Was looking for a great non-toxic unisex fragrance. And this is it. It's fresh and unique without any sweet notes. When I wear it, my boyfriend is obsessed. P.S. These travel sprays last forever and they're great to take with you. Yep. We love our travel sprays. <laughs> Honestly, not even just the travel sprays. I have the little, I guess, the 1. samples. 5. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're samples. They last a long time. It's maybe amazing. too long. It's a, no, I love it. <laughs> so I did a, a smell test or like on my skin. And I, I've been wearing, I wore each of the ones that we were going to talk about before this interview just to see like what they smelled like on me. And like, of course, so I could talk about them. But they last for hours. They do. And I love it. Yay. I'm like, I was still sniffing my wrist and I was like, I can't get enough of this as I was sitting on my couch. And it it's just like random wafts. And I'm like, I sprayed this hours ago. Mm-hmm. And I love I it. love those like hidden. Yes. You're like, what is that? Yes. Oh, it's me. Yes. And I, <laughs> I love get being that told. with my laundry. If I'm at a workout class and I yes. I smell bad. Yes. But then I like put on my sweater or something. I'm like, Yes. That moment. <laughs> it is that moment. Doing your laundry like Honestly, I hate doing my laundry, but now I love it. I was about to say, <laughs> you took something that is so like not sexy right, and made it fun and smell good. So now I'm like, I tell my husband, you cannot use this. Right. This is for me. Right. So don't touch my laundry detergent. <laughs> well, it's funny. I was just um, on a call with a friend. She's also a beauty founder. And she was saying that her boyfriend, they got into bed and he was like, what is going on with the sheets? And then he was telling everyone about it. And I just love this like – and he apparently is like hyper-masculine and she's like, it's so funny because he would never care about anything like that. But he was obsessed and telling his friends and his family and was asking people if they knew what Dead Cool was. And they were like, yes. And he was so excited. So it's funny that we get to integrate in, again, more of like an unconventional way and a fun – kind of just like 
surprise and delight moment. I was about to say it's a surprise. Yeah. Because my husband's the same way. If I, if our sheets smell good, like he will comment on it and he loves it. He's like, this smells so good. And I'm like, good. I'm glad you can get into a clean bed because of me. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to Red Dakota. Yes. Red Dakota. Red Dakota. We joke. This is our viral fragrance. This is the fragrance that got us our TikTok stardom really like we we like to say it was an influencer she i can't remember her name she is huge on tiktok put red dakota on the map red dakota is like a sweet citrus it's bright it's beautiful there's clementine this is one of my favorite scents especially for when i need again an up (laughs) an up in my mood which seems to be a lot lately (laughs) (laughs) i feel you I love this fragrance. Oh, and this you. you can see um, oh, yeah. in other of our compositions. You can find this in our body. We have air freshener. It's super bright. Yeah. It's like the sun. This is what my mom wears. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so sweet. She also wears Madonna Lily. I love this. It's just so – It's. It, it reminds me of what I think the sun would smell like. Yeah, and there's gardenia in there too. So oh, there is a floral note. Gardenia, and yum. Yeah, I love gardenia. <sighs> We grew up with gardenias in our garden, and again, my mom would always give me the gardenia flower. And it's, I love gardenia. And the best also, too, is jasmine when you're walking in the springtime jasmine. and just like you smell it in people's yards. I – anything jasmine. Anything jasmine. I'm like, please. I feel like that is like such a picture of femininity but mm-hmm. modern femininity. It's hard to encapsulate that exact scent that scent that when you're walking and you smell yes. the jet like fresh jasmine, it doesn't it doesn't work well in a in my opinion. It doesn't work well in a in a bottle. I heard that Chris Jenner smells like a bouquet of gardenias. Really? Yeah. I can see that. Oh, uh, one of our other scent world guests said that Steph Steph Chef. But uh-huh. oh my goodness, I could smell that all day. I love that. I'm so happy. <laughs> this this is so small. This smells so good. I will read a customer review here as well, just just to read these because I think they're so fun. Yeah, I love them. Okay, so Lexi wrote on your website, I mostly wear this for my own benefit. I honestly don't even care if anyone can smell it. For me, at least, it's warm and inviting, yet not too cloying. Nice. Yeah. I think nailed it. I feel like I'm on um... – the segment mean tweets, but the opposite yes. where you're just saying all of these really nice, amazing reviews. So I appreciate it. I love mean tweets. <laughs> I know. It's funny. Like, I always thought it'd be a fun segment on our TikTok. And last but not least, we have Fragrance One, which yep. is Taunt. Taunt. Yes. This is also just a fan so favorite. Good. Taunt so comes in every single consumable ancillary product we have. Yeah. It's it's a fan favorite. So this is our take on a vanilla. Okay. Our newest scent does also have vanilla, but we never really work with gourmands. So this is yeah. a bright vanilla. You'll see bergamot in there. Yeah. I can't wait to smell. I, I actually am wearing this one too. But Yes. I love Taunt. Oh. It's funny because this is the first fragrance this I ever good. made. And this is the first the fragrance? The first fragrance. <gasps> yep. I made this fragrance when I was 13. So this was like the scent. And it's funny because I hadn't worn it in years. And this year, or I guess last year, I found myself like spraying it on, you know, using the air fresheners, using my laundry. And it kind of brought me back. And I feel like maybe this is like this 13 going on 30 moment where I'm like, I want to revert back to being 
the child without responsibilities. I love that. <laughs> but I love Ton and it's youthful. Yeah. But in a good way. Mm-hmm. It's bright. It's beautiful. It's a, I mean, for me, I think it's a fun take on a vanilla. Oh, yeah. And I'm not a huge vanilla girl. Yeah, me Because neither. I don't want it to be super sweet and cloying. But this, not cloying at all. What what notes are, oh, fresh dew, yeah. bergamot, floral, cassis, vanilla. Amber, amber, vanilla, yeah. Oh, my gosh. This, this is, I. why do you think it's a fan favorite? I think everyone loves vanilla. Yeah. People love vanilla. I was about to say. I think it's a fan favorite because it's really approachable. It's approachable and it's just a different way of experiencing, I think, the dew and the brightness of the bergamot really kind of create this full body. I love this. It's Mm -hmm. so good. I'm wearing it today and I feel like a clean woman after being on a flight. So that's (laughs) helping me out. So just to round out the customer reviews, This one is from Amanda. She said it smells clean, fresh, and I enjoy wearing it to bed. I second that. Yeah, we've heard that a lot, which is funny. I've never worn fragrance to sleep. And she (laughs) said, oh, she also wears it to the gym and everywhere in between. Good. Also love the fact that while this doesn't have huge projection, it certainly lasts, especially on fabrics. Yeah. All of those reviews talk about the longevity, too. Yeah. Which is perfect for for a fragrance brand in my opinion because I don't my biggest letdown is when you spray a fragrance and then in an hour you can't smell it right like I smell or I spray it because I want to smell it yeah I agree (laughs) well that was fun and now we smell them all together and oh yeah do you do you ever layer like more than one together yeah I kind of just throw on as many (laughs) and it's I do it throughout the day too so I'll start with one fragrance and then wear another one and then layer it with a third. And I, oh. I, I must be feeling really in my element that day, but yeah. it's fun. You're like, work it, cover girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going to head into Scent Connection. Dead cool is an expression of who you are and who you've been. So we thought we'd focus today's scent connection on the theme of coming of age. We'll revisit pivotal ages in your life so far and explore your self-expression at that moment and the scents you love to wear. Nice. Are you ready to go on a trip down memory lane? I am. (laughs) I'm excited. I love living in the past. Me too. (laughs) Let's start with age 13 Mm -hmm. because we learned that Taunt was created at this era of your life? Yeah. So it was, it was the year that I decided I wanted to wear fragrance. It was also the year I decided I didn't want to wear essential oils as my fragrance. And if I didn't like essential oils, then I had to figure out a way to make it my own. So I worked very closely with the chemist who essentially created all the formulations alongside my mom. He was a family friend and he still sometimes works on our products and certifies them for the EU, which is really fun. Um, he he kind of gave me a fragrance palette. And at the time, I didn't know anything about the art of perfumery or anything about creating and compositions. And he just simply said, pick which ones you liked. And it was the vanilla. Okay. It was the citrus note. It was the bergamot. It was fresh dew. I mean, there were many variations of what taunt was. And it took maybe four or five tries to get to the exact place that we needed to be. And it was fun. I mean, I made the fragrance for myself. 
Yeah, custom. It was custom. Yeah, it was a custom set. And all of my friends were like, we love this. What is it? And we made a few bottles to share. And it's funny. We still have some. um, It was Karina number 13. And I was about to ask, was it called Taunt then? No, it wasn't. It wasn't called Taunt. Okay. And um, the fragrance just really spoke about myself as a young woman and how I wanted to represent myself into the world of what that meant. And it's funny now that I have revisited the fragrance and it's something that, you know, I hadn't worn in years. And it was definitely, I look at all the fragrances as a coming of age, every milestone, every moment in life, every pivotable time, I'm kind of thinking up a fragrance, kind of growing into my own and figuring out how I can then implement it. Yeah. And I feel like in my 20s, which then that's the next age we're going to, 21, mm-hmm. I feel like you think you know who you are and you put so much pressure on, like, I need to know who I am and what I want to do. But your brain's not even fully developed until 25. So, right. like, you don't have to have it figured out. It's yeah. okay. You have moments where you can mess up and it will be okay. Yeah, we always joke, my friends and I will joke, you know, this was prefrontal lobe. I know, it's so funny. I remember throwing a tantrum in middle school, asking my parents to stay up later. And now I'm in bed before nine. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So 21, take Mm -hmm. us there. Who is Karina at 21? 21. Karina had seen some things at that point. What I had wanted to be doing was creating art. And I didn't know exactly what that meant, but I wanted to find an outlet that again, allowed me to express myself, whether it was painting, whether I I it didn't even there wasn't there wasn't a distinct thing that I could think about. I just knew that it wasn't going to business school. Yeah. And I fully devoted myself to making more fragrances as an art, as a hobby, as a yeah. fun thing, not a business. And I made like a little Instagram page because that's when Instagram yeah. started becoming cool. I remember I got Instagram freshman year of college. So I guess I started this maybe second or third year of college. And I remember thinking Instagram was a photo editing app. Oh, yeah. And then I discovered- it was. Right. It was. And now In it's the original crazy. Form. Yeah, exactly. This crazy, powerful tool that is, is now Instagram taking over the world. But I made a vibes page and it was just a concept. And the concept was something that really spoke personally to me. And I fully immersed myself. And you can go to any of the the fra- or the bottle suppliers and get like free samples. And I was yeah. writing on the bottles, but the fragrance piece of it was something yeah. that I was so committed to. So I I made the page and I made some fragrances. Yeah. And did you add it with sepia? Do yeah, you remember that? honestly, I probably did. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I oh. joke because I was like, I had no aesthetic at that back then. We were all still like in an awkward phase, yeah, which people don't have anymore. I know because Instagram and YouTube, which I'm happy for them. Me too. But I experienced some awkward phases in my Me life. Me too. I was like, I'm happy. still going through it. Same. <laughs> I was stoked to get a Facebook. Like I know. Facebook. I know. Now I'm like, oh my gosh. And then we were like the first era of Instagram where the sepia, the photo editing, I edited all of my photos in Instagram with sepia and I was like, this is so cool. Mm -hmm. That's my vibe. Exactly. But is it, Heather, is that your vibe? No. It might be back then. Yeah. But yeah. And 
I, it was Nasty Gal that reached out initially and said, oh. I have no idea how they found the one follower I had. Yeah. And they said, we're interested in this concept. We would love for you to submit. Yeah. And at this point, I freaked out because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, holy moly, if it's Nasty Gal knows who I am, then yeah. and I have a shot here. Yeah. And I made some bottles. Wow. I went to the printer. I spent $200 on the bottle, got the fragrance bottles for free, had the juice all of being a sample. And I, I had my mom drive me to downtown. I remember I pressed the button in the elevator and yes. it took me to the penthouse and it said Nasty Gal on the button. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. I hand delivered it. I had like a whole presentation. I dropped it off in the lobby and I was like, this is for Rose. Yeah. And they were like, okay, bye. Yeah. I went home. And the next week, my dad does this thing where he cuts newspaper articles, and it was like, nasty gals going out of business. And I thought to myself, my one opportunity yeah. to make this a thing. And you had to go blow it. it nasty exactly. Gal? Nasty gal. <laughs> and then it was that moment where I then took a step back and thought, okay, if nasty gal is interested, then other people might yeah. be interested. And that's when I started knocking on every door. And wow. giving my product for free, yeah. hopefully letting it sell and getting some some money back. But it was very, very, very slow start. <laughs> That's awesome. And then we'll end on 25. So 25, I was wearing Fragrance 2 from 21 to 25 because that was the original Dead Cool scent since yeah. Taunt had been a scent I created at 13. Wow. And I knew people loved it so much. So Fragrance 2 was kind of like my sexy coming of age again, finding myself within this world of business, yeah. having some recognition, uh, playing a little bit with the, the big dogs and having, again, aspirations of growth, but yeah. also not quite knowing what would come of it. That yeah. is quite a cherry on top for 25. Yeah, it was a good one. Awesome. So I've heard you say that as you were growing up, you channeled fem femininity, and you even said it here as well, later in life, and you did it through fragrance instead of hair or makeup. Mm -hmm. Why do you think you connected so deeply with fragrance? I think for me, that was the way I chose to represent myself because it was this kind of like hidden Thing that was mine yeah. that I could share, but no one knew unless you got close. Yeah. So it was kind of a fun way for me to just really express that, you know, I used it as a tool of like getting ready in the morning and how I perceive myself to others and myself. So it's kind of this like hidden fun yeah. thing that the you don't get in beauty. Touch. Exactly. But I just want to thank you one more time for thank coming you. to Scent World and speaking with me today. It was so much fun. And I learned a lot about Dead Cool, but a lot about you as a person. And I really enjoyed that. Thank you. No, you're so amazing. I'm so happy that we got to do this. I appreciate it. You've been listening to Scent World. For more unfiltered conversations with perfumers, visionaries, and fragrance lovers, follow Scent World wherever you get your podcasts. Scent World is a Scentbird original series produced by Flowship. Today's episode was executive produced by Maria Nurislamova, produced by Mike Giordani, edited by Ramiro Gava, mixed by Alex Roses, production support by Peely Melendez. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.